0: All right, brothers. Welcome back to another episode of Porn of the Gospel. I am your host Spencer Sutton, and this is day two of uh, sitting on the couch, recording this podcast with two dogs asleep. So, um, and something else that I'm doing. So, I don't know if this is going to be an interruption, but I'm also waiting for Kroger to deliver groceries now, a buddy of mine. Buddy of mine told me that uh, he gets his all his groceries delivered by Kroger, even though we don't even have a Kroger in our city, but we do have a warehouse here in Birmingham, and so they deliver these groceries for like six or seven dollars. And I was telling somebody at work about this, and they were they said, "Oh, this sounds kind of bougie," <laughs> and I said, "Well, there's always levels to what people think." Um, you know, is is bougie, whatever whatever that really means, and uh, so I informed him. I said, I have a friend who has someone come to his house and fold his laundry for him, uh, for his wife, and uh, I have another friend who has a house manager, and they come in and they do all the grocery shopping, uh, they do all the food prep. They don't cook, but they do all the food prep. They do all the laundry and all this stuff. Like this is a house manager, and so it really. Kind of depends on what you think is bougie and how you probably define that. Anyway, uh, I just thought that was funny. So we were kind of laughing about that this week. But I'm glad to be here with you. Uh, I just got done with my quiet time. And so I thought I would share um, some of these thoughts with you real quick. And uh, I do want to remind you, brothers, if you are out there and you need a group of men who are not perfect. But are persevering in this fight and are um, encouraging each other and praying for each other and uh, you know just being being there uh, to um, help along this journey along this uh, this trek to our promised land. Uh, I would just want to encourage you to check out the Man of Valor. Dot com and there's a couple of ways that you can obviously connect. You can sign up for a free newsletter, uh, and that's completely up to you. Uh, I've I sent out two this past week. I plan on doing this on a very regular basis. You can obviously keep listening to the podcast, or you can join this group. And uh, I will tell you, I mean, like right now, what it is is this group is uh, it is a closed group meaning that you have to pay to get in but it's less than a dollar a day it's right now it's $27 a month that may change in the future i have no idea but it's not necessarily about the money it's just about your level of commitment and we want people in there who are uh who are willing to contribute and willing to uh you know to raise their hands and say hey i'm fighting and um so anyway this is a great group. We meet once a week on Tuesdays. We have a separate group that has a chat that we leave voice messages for each other, text messages. So anyway, I encourage you if you are a brother and you're alone in this fight, then I would encourage you to to check that out because I think it's real important. So let's get into this short message just uh, that I want to talk about real quickly. And it comes from, so I'm reading, studying the book of John. And along with John, I'll just go ahead and let you know. So if you wanted to, if you didn't really even know where to start, and you are thinking, oh, I I really need to study the Word of God, right? So a lot of people read through the Word, and uh, they make a big to-do about reading several chapters a day just to say, hey, I've read through this Word, read through this Word. But brothers, I can tell you, There's greater uh, depth and power available through God's Word if you will spend time like sitting with small chunks of Scripture and just thinking, meditating, and studying it. And so uh, I I just look at it as more of like a progressive thing. So So the early progressions of your Christian life, I believe, you're hearing the Word of God, so you should all be faithful members of a local body of Christ. And then there's reading the Word, right? So you are not only just listening to a pastor teach, but you are also taking responsibility yourself and reading yourself on a daily basis. And then it goes from hearing and reading to, I would say, studying, meditating, and memorizing. And any of three of those can be uh, you know, you can substitute, it doesn't matter which one's first, but I will tell you the the best way that I have found to uh, study the Word, because I'm not, listen guys, I'm, I haven't gone to seminary, I'm not a Greek scholar, I'm not even particularly very smart, uh, I'm just committed to digging in, because I want to know what God says, uh, because i want to know him better when i know him better i love him more and i love other people more and so uh, one of the ways that i do this is i always find a commentary that i believe will help me just easily understand it doesn't i don't i don't want something that's going to be very difficult i want something that's very simple easy to understand and so i found a couple that that i highly recommend and a couple of the authors that I highly recommend their uh, series of commentary so right now what I'm doing there's a uh, the commentary I'm going to just make sure I get it exactly it's called reformed expository commentary and so if you went on Amazon and looked for reformed expository commentary you'll find a series and they they have different authors so these authors have band together and have taken books and written about them. And so the one that I'm doing right now is John, and it's by a man named Richard Phillips. He happens to be a pastor in South Carolina, and I just love the way he writes. It's very, very simple, very truthful. I mean, he is taking the word, he's explaining different words in the commentary to me, and it's just it just helps me so much to really slow down. And so I've been in the book of John. I'm only in chapter seven. I've been to the book of John for quite some time, but it's been very, very rewarding. So I highly, highly encourage you to do that. Another one that I have told brothers about uh, is the commentary series called um, the For You Commentary. And so Tim Keller, Tim Chester have written some of these. And, and I will say like there's Romans For You By Tim Keller, he it's a two-parter, chapters one through seven and and eight through sixteen, and then Tim Chester. I read one of his, I believe it was on uh, maybe first and second kings. I can't remember, Uh, but Tim Keller also did one on judges, which is a phenomenal study. Anyway, this is this is all kind of an announcement, really, because I just wanted to I want to encourage you to dig deep in God's word. Don't. Pat yourself on the back for how many chapters you read it means nothing unless you are understanding what you're reading and the truth is, brothers, if the Lord allows us to live to a hundred years old, we will never ever exhaust God's word. We could keep coming back to the same passage over and over and over and never come to the end of it. so I want to encourage you okay, so let's dive in real quickly John seven verse 17 is all I read this morning, and this is what Jesus says. So people were complaining he's teaching just the context of where we are. He's He's been teaching in, I believe, in the synagogue. Some people are like, who is this guy? You know, we don't, it's, uh, who in the world is this guy? Who, what is he even saying? Isn't, isn't this Joseph? And Mary's son, this guy, doesn't know what he's talking about. And so it's at this point in Jesus' ministry where many are turning away from him. He's talking about very difficult things, and they're turning and leaving. And so Jesus, in in this discourse, is just saying, listen, I don't listen to man's opinion of me. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm very, very intent on hearing what the Lord tells me and doing what he says and speaking what he's telling me to speak. So Jesus is just reaffirming, I'm not here to please men. I'm here to please God. I only say what God tells me to say. And so this is the verse that says, if anyone's will is to do God's will, he will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. So Jesus is sitting here saying, I'm not speaking on my own authority. I'm really speaking from God's authority, what he's telling me to do. And to all of you listening, Jesus is saying, if your intention is to obey, then you'll know the truth. You'll know that my words come from God himself. And so guys, this is a very, very important point for us to understand. And I just wrote down in my journals, like, Lord, open my mind and my heart to hear and understand your words. And then afterwards, give me the strength to obey it. Like, guys, there is a big difference between reading and hearing and obeying, but they are connected. They are so connected. It is easy to read and walk away with no thought. Of how we actually walk in the world according to the Word. Like, there's a reason, there's a reason why so many men find no joy in spending time with God, meditating on His Word, and it's because they have no intention of obeying it. So, brother, if that's you, And you need to just be brutally honest with yourself, like brutally honest with yourself. If you, you should, if this is you, you need to say, God, I have come with no intention of obeying. So Lord, give me the desire to obey. Give me the strength to obey. Guys, we have to understand that this spiritual life comes from the Lord, not from us. We fail in our own strength all the time. We need His power, and if we have the willingness, the desire to obey, the intention to obey God, you know, show me, then He will open our eyes to see incredible things out of His Word. Uh, I remember <clears throat> David Platt had a a secret church that's uh, all about how to study the word of god and in it he talks about you know when what do you like what are some helpful things when you're coming away from a passage well you want to be very inquisitive you want to understand the context of what god's word is saying okay what is the context where are they what what is the message to these people at this time and I believe that's what a commentary, a good commentary can help you do, can help you understand, okay, what is the context? And then what is, the, what is the eternal truth that you and I need to hear? And then how do you walk away from this? So you have a revelation. So the revelation is what is the eternal truth that we should be learning here? But then it's also what is the practical truth? God, what are the things you want me to obey? Is there a sin to confess? Is there a promise to believe? Is there uh, something that I need to obey? Something maybe I need to stop doing or start doing? These are the very practical uh, applications of hearing God's word. But, guys, if you and I keep approaching God's word with no intention of doing anything, then I don't believe, I don't believe we're going to get much out of our quiet time. It will really be a waste of time. So this is what James says. James 1, starting verse 19, says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let everyone be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Here's something very important, verse 21. Therefore put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. How do you receive with meekness? you receive with with meekness by saying, God, you're, you're the Lord, I'm just the human, speak so I can hear and obey. He goes on to say, but be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away at once and forgets what he was like but the one who looks into the perfect law the law of liberty and perseveres being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts he will be blessed in his doing jesus says in john later in john 15:4 you are my friends if you do what i command you john 14:23 if anyone loves me he will keep my word the Apostle John writes in 1 John 2, 4, the one who says, I have come to know him yet doesn't keep his commands is a liar, and the truth is not in him. Brothers, why is this so dangerous? This reading with no intention of obeying, because we are quick to fool ourselves, and we are also quick to fool others. We embrace comfortable truth, saying, Amen that was my dog and we're always thinking about how others should hear it and get their act together yet we don't we don't apply it to ourselves and and we know in Deuteronomy I was just looking at Deuteronomy 8 10-18 where it says this and you shall eat and be full and you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. So they're about to enter the promised land. And then he says, take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commands and his rules which and his statutes which I command you today. And so he just goes on and says, guys, we are, we are apt to forget when we look at the blessing and not the one who blesses us. When we are not receiving the word with meekness, with an intention to worship and glorify God and obey what He says, instead we're just looking at the word and thinking, "Hey, this is, this is, you know, I I, I don't even know. This, this makes me feel good to read the word. It makes me feel good to do this without any kind of thought of obeying what it says." And listen, I'm not saying reading the Word is bad. We should, we should. And we should pray that God gives us a desire to obey. A desire. Like, this is freshly convicting for me. Freshly convicting for me. How am I, what is the outworking of what I'm studying? How am I praying? How am I confessing sin? How am I confronting the lies that I believe in myself? lies of omission things i should be saying but i'm not lies of commission things that i'm actually saying where am i not believing the lord because my lack of obedience really reveals my lack of faith and trust in god so brothers let's be an encouragement to each other to to hear and obey and challenge each other with love like ultimately ultimately what we want to see in each other is men who are doing the will of god following the will of god because then i am encouraged by your faith you point me to christ over and over and over and and we need this i know i need it so brothers i just i just pray i just pray 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 that the lord would lead us into a deep sense of dependence on his word and then a willingness, a willingness to obey. And I know it's scary. I know some of you are even thinking right now, I need to confess to my wife. I need to confess to my parents. I know what you're thinking. And I know, I know all the lies that come up. I, I just, as a matter of fact, yesterday had a friend call me. He was driving home. He had been at a conference where they were talking about telling the truth, and he called me two years after we had had our initial conversation of his struggle with pornography. And he called me, and he said, listen, I haven't been telling the truth. I've been telling lies of omission. In other words, I've been doing things, been struggling with porn, and not not telling my wife. And his conviction within himself was that he needed to go home and tell his wife. So he was driving home to... Tell his wife. And then he was like, I need help. Like, how how can I get help for this struggle? And guys, I know the struggle, and it defeats us around every corner. What we need more than anything is to be just captured by the grace and the glory of Jesus Christ. And let that powerful, powerful affection Just root out any sin and bitterness and lust in our hearts, guys. And I pray that the Lord would do that for you this week. All right, guys, have a fantastic Saturday. And I'll see you on the next episode of Porn of the Gospel.